Hello, I am Katrina Collier, and as part of my mission to inspire all the people that recruit people to treat people better, I bring you the Hiring Partner Perspective Unedited podcast. Here, you will hear from those hiring leaders who create true partnerships with recruiters, HR, and talent acquisition, because they know that it delivers a better result for the business and a better human experience. May this podcast inspire other hiring leaders to create better partnerships with their recruiters in HR. And may it inspire recruiters to create true and valuable partnerships with their hiring leaders because people make businesses succeed and people matter. So let us begin. Steve Norman, welcome to the Hiring Partner Perspective, proudly supported by the people at WorkDrive. Thank you so much for joining me today. No, you're welcome, Katrina. Um, and I believe this is your very first podcast, so I'm super excited. It is. Oh, what an honour to be doing that with us as well. Um, so tell me a little bit about how you became head of engineering. Like, what was your background? Did you fall into it? Did you plan it? Like, how have you ended up where you are? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I did plan to become an engineer from from an early age, and I've got a. I went to university and did a degree yeah. in computer science. Um, <laughs> To become a software engineer, so yeah. so that was that was definitely the direction I wanted to, to to take, and that was, you know, 25 years ago that I that I um, you know left university and um, you know worked worked my way my way through as a graduate programmer yeah. for a telecoms company, which was which was great. Um, I did that for a couple of years, and I joined a software uh, consultancy company, which kind of really opened my eyes to um, the ability to move from company to company and get a really good yeah. uh, grasp of, you know, being dropped into a, a company for three, six months and helping them solve problems and doing do yeah. what, kind of what uh, engineers and software engineers really like to do, which is get hold of a problem, come up with a solution and, and, and deliver something uh, in, in that way. Um, I, I did that, jumping, uh, becoming a contractor for, for a few years, but then yeah. I joined a a company in the energy space um, yep. that was back in 2005, um, small startup company. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was only four of us and we kind of grew that company to, you know, a multinational um, uh, energy company. Wow. Uh, I, kind of, I kind of worked my way in the, in the, the nine years that I was there up to becoming like, the managing director. So I was overseeing quite a lot of this and, and you know, kind of coming from an engineering software background, this, this product company, um, did- you know, I, how did that feel then? If you're someone that loves solving problems and like being in and you love that jumping into different companies, how did it feel to then be almost managing people rather than yeah, it, still it, hands on? It, it was it was not not right at the very end. I, I wasn't hand on software developing, but the the enjoyment for of that was my role was constantly changing from yeah. a uh, software engineer to to then building a team, uh, running a team as we scaled up yeah. to then. Becoming, uh, you know, the, the, the VP of technology, starting up a, a company, uh, an office out in Chicago, starting in Paris, uh, out to Hong Kong, traveling around, uh, and then eventually becoming the managing director. And, and that, that gives you a whole different set of problems that yeah. you have to solve around, um, <laughs> uh, you know, budgets and, uh, just, just driving a company forward, which, which I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed. Uh, you know that that's kind of plus all of, of those cross cultural experiences must have been amazing as well. Absolutely, yeah, and and just just getting to understand, yeah, traveling, understanding different cultures, getting to mm. meet customers is uh, it's one one things that I really enjoy. And just yeah, um, yeah, yeah, seeing seeing a company 
go from you know the, the four of us four that of of started yeah. it up to 150 people Amazing. in lots of different places is is, is a, you know really uh, really great to, to do and yeah that, that was a really a very enjoyable um, experience and that that kind of mm-hmm. really opened my eyes to um, being um, you know doing more than just just software engineering sort of becoming yeah. you know, team mentoring helping uh, you know grow teams and hire people in and um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, doing all those kind of activities as well on top of the software and problem solving, which I still still yeah. enjoy. Um, and uh, I, now I've just said that uh, with <laughs> kind of the managing director, I, I, I did do that for, for a few years, but I did mm. find that I was too far away from the technology at that point. You know, you yeah. are, you, your days are spent looking at budgets. Your days are spent, um, you know, just trying to you know balance the books doing accounts and, mm. and, and kind of the and a little bit you end up being quite a sales orientated person rather than an engineering person so, yeah. so I kind of moved on from from that job and, and, and went to work at Cambridge University as a yeah. uh, solutions architect which again I really enjoyed that and I was there for for, for quite a few few years but um, but yeah I, I kind of wanted to, to to move on again and um, mm. I, I uh, uh, looking for some job training in London I, I knew some people and this job was recommended yeah. to me by um, some people who really work at View. they kind of told me about the company um, really got me excited about it I, I then you know applied for the head of engineering role that I, yeah. I, I currently have and um, yeah luckily enough I, um, I I managed to be offered the the job and I joined view back in uh, sort of November 2020. Um, oh wow you know, so you've only six, been oh yeah 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 you've been in the pandemic yeah exactly yeah so but but what, what really, what really <laughs> drew me to because I did have a few interviews yeah. Um, with with a number of different companies, and, mm. and the thing that drew me to to view over mm. the other companies was just they they had already even when I was interviewing this is because I was interviewing back in July all this yeah. time for just starting in November so you know, three months no spirit but um they, they had already kind of across the the, the the pandemic and people working from home yeah. and kind of said this this is the new norm even back then not not this is like a, you know a year ago and and and, and this was through, through Liz uh, Dowling kind of really getting the company to kind of say from the off, like, this isn't, this isn't what we're going to be doing for six months or 12 yeah. months. This is now what we are mm-hmm. going to be doing. So let's, let's just change the way we, we, we work and we hire and we, we, we draw people in. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is what we need to do to attract people to our company, but we're mm-hmm. no longer just trying to attract, you know, uh, engineers from a, you know, a, a London radius. We, we can now start to become hybrid work from home and we can you know widen our net and uh, do these things she's, and, and just, just quite the way the visionary they, uh, isn't she I remember having yeah. conversations with her as this all went down and she was already thinking way further ahead than anybody uh, uh, I've spoken and, and to absolutely and that, that's kind of what what I really liked about that view was they they had already you know they were thinking you know how this is all going to pan out and how the company was going to cope with this not not how do we cope for the next three or six months they, they, yeah. they're just gone this is a great opportunity for us yeah. let's move forward and, and their, their hold on boarding setup that they explained to me had already become they'd already flipped it around to be to, to for people joining um, you know remotely yeah. uh, and making sure that they were like engaged with the company understood what the company was doing and all the different departments and and yeah and a huge credit to Liz and also all the other people at View who stepped up and kind of all the different department heads and yeah. uh, the leadership team to kind of embrace this. And, and when I joined, you know, the first three, four weeks was, you know, almost like back-to-back meetings of just <laughs> just going, get, have, being, being onboarded. But, but it yeah. wasn't just like, a, it wasn't just like a, you know, I've been onboarded before where it's an hour's chat with a 
a pamphlet of this is yeah. this is your There's fire exactly right and you spend and you spend the next year trying to work out what everybody does yeah you know um view had already got, already said no no when you join we know you're remote but everyone is going to, you know, you're going to be taken through. There's going to be a group of you, these, these little cohorts that they, they put together and so cool. you, kind of, you kind of onboard together and you have a little mm. little cohort group that I still, you know, we, we still occasionally, um, you know, try and have some virtual drinks occasionally, yeah. maybe some in real life drinks going forwards. But, um, but, but, but yeah, that, that was, that was, that was really what, uh, yeah, that was what drew me to, to so oh, and also the role was, was also very interesting and, and the, and the space they're in is, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, Super yeah. cool, so, isn't it? Yeah. So from yeah. your point of view, had you managed hybrid teams that were working remotely and not and well, I, I had, new and what have you learned? I had I had through um and, and it, you know quite often in in engineering software development, we in my previous role at Cambridge University, we we had a uh, an offshore team based in the Philippines in Manila. So which which so you do learn how to engage with those, those kind of people and, and you are working um you know you have to have video calls all the time where you use slack and other means of communication and and, and you, you kind of i think I think probably you know within the engineering space actually hybrid working working from home has been the easiest for us to yeah. cope with it you know we, most of most of us have really enjoyed it because we get, yeah. get some time to actually concentrate on, on doing doing what we like to do um but it, so so i had i had had experience of managing remote teams but i obviously never had experience of joining a team and i was a team yeah. head of head of engineering and you know until very very recently i had not not physically met anybody in my team and it is, and it is quite hard to, to build those kind of mm. uh, relationships and, and understand the dynamics of teams yeah. remotely um and, and that's kind of what i found, found the most difficult to, to do it's uh, you know it's, it's not, not something you can't overcome but it's yeah you know whereas you know you in an office you'd you know, just walk around and chat to, people, chat to people ad hoc. Yeah, uh, it's, it's very hard to do that. You know, we, yeah. and we and at View, we, we've tried quite a few different ways of trying to have these kind mm. of open um, uh, online kind of coffee rooms that are yeah. between eleven and twelve, where everyone can come and just take a break and have coffee. But um, you know, they, they, they how work. many people pop in? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> to start with, it, it's kind of okay, but yeah, the, the problem is, it's just another online meeting with yeah, a screen sure and people are going to want to get, get, get away from it so i must so, admit, so, i've so, been yeah. loving audio calls when someone just rings my phone <laughs> just like oh, thank <laughs> you thank you for not making me sit here like trying to smile i love it for this you know uh, uh, people who've listened to this podcast before no i can actually see you but they won't get to see that it does help at least we know we're smiling and nodding and stuff but yeah no exactly, god no yeah. more no more yeah, um yeah. i know there's quite a concern actually be interested in your take on this going forward that People who are in the office in a scene are going to get preference or pre- like preferred treatment over those who are working remotely. As a manager, does that sort of have you thought about how you'll make sure everyone's treated evenly? Or we, I mean, it, probably because of my my, my previous experience of, of managing offshore teams, and, and they they were it wasn't an outsourced team; they they were part of the company. our company. Yeah, yeah. so so they you know direct reports and and all those things. So, so I think I'm quite mindful of, of understanding people give value um, outside of, of them being, being being physically there. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I understand that, that that can be a concern. I I don't think of view. I think we'll be very 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 mindful of uh, of, of those those kind of things. And there's other values that, yeah. that I put above someone turning up to 
visit a desk, you know, physically be be there. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, it, it's very difficult because in some ways um, it, it's also handy if they are there because you can have a conversation with them without having to kind of interrupt them for a, for a half hour long meeting. You can just have a, yeah. a, a little chat with them. So, so maybe on the um, sort of the relationship side, you, you mm. get get to I know do, people yeah. a little bit better. Um, but, but, you know, there, 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 there's so many other values that uh, and skills yeah. and knowledge that I, I put above someone getting in, got a, getting on a train to come and come coming <laughs> into the into the office. You know, yeah. the, um, there's a few things we're trying at, at view around ensuring people are, are you know, we're going to have mm. these connected days within yeah. the office that, that we're looking to to do. Which um, which actually I'm going in the office tomorrow and Liz is going to be presenting these these connected days. So each team will have at least one connected day a month where. It's yep. kind of very, very, very much encouraged that everyone comes into the office on that day so that you can have some physical time together, which That's I think cool. is a, a good, good thing to do. Um, and, and just make sure, um, you know, it, it, th- th- those days are utilized as, as well as they, yeah. as they possibly can be. So, even uh, the biggest introvert can manage one day a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Even me, Absolutely. who hates going into yeah. the office ever. I've been working remotely for 11 years, so I'm just sitting here going, what are you all complaining about? I don't get it. <laughs> anyway, I obviously Liz Dowling did refer you to me because everyone gets referred for this. I'm very honoured. Um, because you'd have a great deal of success recently running a hiring sprint to hire developers. Now, my understanding is, and I doubt this has changed, that there are something like five job vacancies for every developer in London. I, I totally believe that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is bizarre, right? You think with the amount we consume tech, we would be encouraging more people into STEM, but that's another whole conversation. But yeah. I would love to hear more about why you went about running a hiring sprint. Like what was the what was your thinking behind it? And you hired 13 Java developers, so it clearly went well. <laughs> it's amazing. It, did, it, it, went, it went exceptionally well. And, and uh, yeah, just, just a little bit of background. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with the, 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 the team at, at View when I joined, um, you know, we, we have, we had quite a large contingent workforce because yep. we, we kind of quite a new company. We'd gone from a startup and through a mm-hmm. scale up and actually to, you know, to, to get to where we are today and to, to get products to market and get functionalities to market that, that we need. Yes. Bringing contractors in, uh, and we, we hired in some managed services to, with statements mm-hmm. of work to try and get, get these, get whole teams to, to come in. And, and that, that worked really well to, to, to push us forward, but it's kind of, you know, for a company of our size, it's a little bit unsustainable where, yeah. um, you know, more than half the Java developers are, uh, you know, outside of the our, our outsource, because we do outsource the yeah. company in India as well. But um, mm. a, a lot of our workforce was made up of these contingent workers. And it's kind of just unsustainable for, for a number of reasons. There's You've got the mm. financial side of it. Yeah. Um, but also the just to, to, the risk, absolutely. And, and the and team building around, you know, with, with IR35, um, that they can't really have any managerial uh, responsibilities, uh, and and to make sure that you know when I joined, the number of direct reports that I had because the the, the team leads were uh, contractors basically yeah. that, that they couldn't go there. So so I've just got a mass of uh, people reporting directly into me that, that I, I you know, there's no way I can I can give them the the, the time and the, yeah. that they would need from from a from a manager. So so for for a number of reasons, we just needed to you know I I, I actually think that having contractors and some contingent workforce in your team is absolutely essential it, it's yeah. really good to, to always have that kind of new uh ideas new blood coming yeah into the well team like you said from going. when you were dropping into the companies doesn't it you bring yeah, in all absolutely. of that perspective but so, again, so, 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 balance, but, but, but you need the balance and and, yeah. and and the balance was just a little bit off at view so so you know when i joined back in november <laughs> i spoke spoke to the cto and we just 
you know, worked around you know, what we need to do for, for, for the next year. And, and it mm. really was just to try and, uh, you know, bring in a lot of permit. And, and, it, and it wasn't just to replace all of the, you know, we weren't just doing it mm. just to throw. We, we still have a, a number of uh, contingent workforce, which, as I say, I, I think is, is essential to, mm. to, to, to bring those ideas in. But we did hire a lot because we were growing. We're still growing. Yeah. Well. We're, still, we're still hiring. So um, exciting. Although, <laughs> yeah. um, but, but we just had a, a lot of people, 13 Java developers of different levels from, from team leads, tech leads, senior, uh, software engineers, mm. mid junior developers, just to try and get a nice balance in the teams. Yeah. Uh, you know, to, so that, so that you can get the, um, the ability to, to, to bring people and get, and get, get people through the promotion, you know, make mm. sure you have all those kind of things, um, so yeah, you, you you need the team structure to be able to, to do that. So, um, yeah. so people know know what what their uh, career path is going going to be, and and yeah. uh, you know it's also a little bit um, it, you know, the, the motivation. I also found when I joined with with lots of uh, you know contractors being in these very prominent positions uh, was 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 not helping some some of the morale. So, so it's really just to adjust that around and, and to get the teams to function yeah. as, as well as they possibly can. And I people want to know where they're going, don't they? And I always exactly, say yeah. of any age yes. <laughs> before anyone does any cliches at me and I get annoyed. But it's yeah. that you want to know where you're going. You want to know how you're going to get developed. Like what's the yeah. potential? Uh, absolutely. So, um, so, so yeah, so, so I had these conversations with, with my CTO, had conversations mm. obviously with, with Liz and the people yeah. team. Um, and um, we, we'd also decided because we have a, a large in-house mm-hmm. uh, hiring team yeah. Um, and we kind of did, we'd also kind of switch from like using recruitment agencies mm-hmm. to having something more more in house, and, and there was lots of processes happening around that. But um, um, we, we all got got together and kind of worked out, you know, what's you know, that they had all the stats from how long it takes to hire a Java developer, and it's you know, yeah, months <laughs> to do so. So how do, how do we get how do we get thirteen people? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How, how do we get, how do we get thirteen Java developers to, to join? In, you know, in in, in, a, in a six month time frame. Yeah, you know, how, you know, how do we get engagement on that? And and we kind of just walked around and we kind of thought well let's uh you know we're engineers we, we work in sprints we work in agile methodologies mm-hmm. let's try and take some of that and bring that into our, our hiring so we had these hiring sprints that we yeah. went through yeah. um we we kind of started off with you know initially we had like a a, a very simple kind of trello board because we needed to get a lot of the process in place to understand what we were going to do and that included totally. you know, just making sure um Job descriptions were up to date and because they, they'd kind of fallen a little bit out of, out of date, make sure that they are up to spec, make sure that we had the right ones, the right, uh, uh job opportunities, make sure that, um, mm. uh, we, we had the right hires. We, we, we use a system, um, called Greenhouse to, uh, yep. to, 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 to do our hiring through to make sure all the, all the job recs were in there, make sure we, we had them there. Uh, and then really just we, we then brought in the hiring managers. That we're going yep. to be, be positive from the engineering teams, and they, they were kind of mainly team leads from other teams or yeah. in, in the teams already. Try, try to get a couple of seniors in as well, and then we're, we're trying as much as possible to try and encourage as many people to be part of these hiring teams as, as we can. But but we don't, you know, it was very important that we didn't just kind of grab people, engineers, and kind of go right now. You are you're, you're a hiring manager. Yeah, you've got an interview. You got an interview this afternoon. Do what? Uh, you know exactly. <laughs> so. So great, great from the, from the people team. They, they kind of produced some, uh, you know, some, 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 some slides and some workshops basically yeah. to get the hiring managers in and kind of say, like, this is, this is the process we're going to go through. And, you know, yeah. we've got, you know, uh, what happens at the start when they're going to be involved? Um, you know, we've got, we've got, cause they're Java developers. We have some, some tests that we, we do as well. So you know, first interview <laughs> tests, uh, second interview again, what, what kind of things we should be looking at from, from both the people team side and also, mm. 
other engineers who have done this before just to kind of be there and try and uh, you know um, give over some some information on, yeah. on what we should what you should be looking for um and, and really also like how to you know what we're doing at view how to sell view as a company because Gosh, um, as i say yeah as i say <laughs> um the reason i joined view was was part of you know, i understood what they were doing hybrid yeah. wise and going forward. but that's really important that, that we do yeah. that that, that we, we kind of say this this is why you should be joining view rather than yeah. another company because because this is what what we're trying mm-hmm. to this is what we're doing here at view you you know when the you know when going back to the office becomes the norm we're, we're mm-hmm. not that is not what we're going to do here at view yeah. we are we're staying hybrid we've, we've made that decision all the way up from the ceo who's been yeah. great around this this whole thing it's been really um, interesting i mean obviously you developers we, we everyone knows there's a shortage of them but in even in other areas there's a shortage of people at the moment and there's still this sort yeah. of almost arrogance that the hiring manager forgets to sell their company and just spends yes. a lot of time grilling the poor human beings sitting yeah. in front of them <laughs> like uh yeah. They've got choice. And, <laughs> there's an internet that can exactly, see the other jobs. Yeah. And, and, as you, and as you say, that um, you know, if there's, if the stats are right, there's five yeah. jobs for every Java developer or every I software engineer in, mm. in London. You know, you you need to you need to make sure that that, that you're trying to stand out as, yeah. as a company. So 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 we we kind of make sure we were giving good training to our hiring managers. So uh, and then and then we we just you know the, the, again the, the the hiring team, the people team, they they just went off and scoured um you know linkedin and uh um uh stack overflow and, and all yeah. these other places that, that they all can, the places, can go, the all the places are. exactly yeah <laughs> um and and they just you know started to get in you know an awful lot of cvs resumes into yeah. the system and, and and you know one of the things that, that i was very uh mindful of is you know people if, if people um apply for a job they, they want some uh, something to come back, some some communication back as, as to where they are in in the process. Yeah. So this is kind of and, and you know previously um, the hiring had been a little bit more ad hoc at, mm. at view and and perhaps you know we weren't quite as good at getting back to candidates and, yeah. and you know if someone's offering them a job and we haven't got back to them they're going to take the other job you know even if we yeah. do end up offering them that it, so it's just very mindful of we need to be very quick we need to be uh, mm. you know, uh, on on the ball at all times so we. We started to have so because you know, developers know each other, don't they? So they'll tell. They'll be like, "Oh, view doesn't give me yeah, feedback." Exactly. View just like they ghost yeah. me, and and they start talking because they all know. Absolutely. Each other. So so you, yeah, a hundred percent on on all those those things. So, so we we started to have these uh, stand ups. They, they weren't daily. Uh, yeah. They were three times a week: Monday, That's Wednesday, awesome. Friday. Yeah. And and we basically just got all the hiring managers in. We got and and the people team. We all just got, got together. You know, fifteen minutes is, and when you've actually got got some focus, you can do this very quickly. And it, it's mm. not, you know, previously when when you'd kind of hand, hand out some some CVs and kind of say, oh, can, can you have a look at this? Tell me what you think. You know, it just goes to the bottom of the pile of, yeah. of, of an engineer's. You know, other things are coming up to do. So if you can have this fifteen minutes every every second day, as it as it yeah. was, uh, just get get them in, and we just you know, we just went through the CVs really quickly. You know, is that a yes or a no? Um, and uh, and it just made it really really um quick okay. to get get through them uh and then we just made sure that we knew you know who was who was interviewing who at what time who was coming through afterwards making sure people have given their their feedback uh, and you know again trying trying to be very mindful of you know making sure that, that we gave feedback in a non-biased way um yeah. before not, not, not just chatting about it in these standards but, but it was more just to kind of say oh you need to do your scorecard for this candidate we need to yeah. get back to them yeah. um and as soon as that that was happening and and, and really just getting that cadence of 
meetings and, mm. and, and everyone, you know, for, for engineers, we, we just like structure. So as soon as you know yeah. what you're supposed to be doing and being given yeah. a, a, you know, a task to do, we, we, we love it. We will just get on and do it. So, so yeah, and that's, that's really what happened. Really... We just made sure that we were on top of it. That's seriously uh, and, good and, advice. And getting back to people. Yeah. That, and that's yeah. seriously good advice for HR and recruiters, actually. Okay. So I'm dealing with engineers. Let's put a structure in place. And the, yes, the structure yeah, that's not Thanks. like boring and heavy, like just 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. We're just going to whiz through these CVs. And yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. And that's so because, easy because to that, implement. It really is. Yeah. And, and really just, just from doing that. And, and also just, just making sure we, you know, that they can also raise any questions in there. Because again, mm. I think sometimes with the hiring managers, you know, they, the process starts and they get CVs sent over to them and they can say yes or no. And they do the interviewing. Um, but but that kind of two way flow of, of of how well is the screening process going yeah. by the people team? How well are these CV? Are they are they really hitting the mark? I think yeah. sometimes that can get missed because of the way that it's kind of a bit of a uh, you know a flow going down to the hiring managers and uh, rather than having a two way conversation. So these yeah. these fifteen minutes, it was it was really we, we had some good discussions around yeah what we should and shouldn't be looking for what what questions the hiring managers should be doing in the screening yeah um and, and and the engineers were kind of writing just some some you know very simple things to kind of say if they can't answer these questions then then that's a definite no we don't want to speak to them um because at the start you know a few people getting through and when the hiring managers are spending half an hour 45 minutes on our first interview they're like well we, we shouldn't we shouldn't be wasting our time on this so yeah. um so it's really just to make sure that they you know I, th- I think they liked the fact that they could feedback that very quickly so yes. so, yeah. so so rather than having like a month of these these uh interviews where they weren't going too well they'd do one or two we'd have a stand up it'd be no they, they didn't know this, this let's is put why. that in uh exactly yeah. and then and then move on and, and they don't get that, that, that they're not coming through anymore uh, and it just made that process and i think so especially you know I, i'm talking from an engineer's standpoint i'm sure this happens with other departments as well um if you're just getting a lot of um CVs and meeting lots of people that just aren't fit, fit for the job you know it's just tiring for you yeah. you're wasting your time and, and then you kind of just get a little bit disengaged with the whole hiring process yeah whereas this 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 really kind of just gave us the ability to be constantly constantly you know as, as we do in engineering yeah. constantly refining constantly yeah. improving our process to to go through it. And, and they I think they liked having that their voice yeah. heard very quickly yeah nobody really likes recruiting let's be honest even recruiters I mean it's 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 hard it's a hard thing you know, yeah. so and it's yeah, there's so many different decisions and outcomes and you know, and a lot of it is feeding back negativity as well. So it's like it's not yes, the easiest yeah. thing. So I love that by doing that it really did solve a problem, which is obviously keep you interested. Because you've got your other job going on. Recruiting is yes. a very small part of what you're doing day to day. We often exactly. forget that as recruiters because like because we do it hundred percent of the time. And it's like, yeah, no, that's really, really Absolutely. And, and you know, and hiring this many people was it was you know for definitely the, the first three months of this year mm. you know I, I i'm really you know pleased with the, the way the engineers applied themselves because mm. it was uh you know people were doing you know four or five interviews a week which might, might not sound yeah. that much but that's they're, they're like a, an hour, hour. so we have we've, we've also got we do tests so we have to um yep. hand out these sets that have to be marked again when they come back in it's just just time people doing yeah. it outside of work hours um obviously everyone was very much uh, knew what we were trying to do with mm. bringing these people aboard. It was, you know, improving the company, improving their teams and other people's teams. So it was a really okay. good group effort to, to, you know, to get yeah. together to, to do that. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was, I, I don't take away how much hard work it was from, from everybody to, to, to do that but alongside their, their, their day minute, job. Exactly. But those 15 minute standups, 
to make sure the process kept improving would have saved them so much time on top of exactly like, the time yeah. they're already invested so yeah which is yeah. quite cool uh, so, Amazing. So, so yeah so so we we, we went through that and, and yeah, yeah we, we we made sure that we were just getting back to people very very quickly um which which i think also re- really improved our conversion rate of of at all points as in uh, um e- even when an interview happened we, we had like a, a two-hour sla on turning around the scorecard so the the hiring team could get back to the person with a yes, wow. you're going through. No, you're not. This is the feedback. If you know, and we also try to make sure that if it was a no, let's have some some some, some reasons that we can feed yep. back to, to the candidate. Because as you say, developers talk, and, and if you know, and, and if they yeah, and <laughs> you know, we, we want to, even if it's a no from from view, we want to feedback say yeah, and this is the reason mm-hmm. why we didn't feel you were a good fit for these reasons. Um, so, so, the, so it's not just a, mm. yeah, a no or a being ghosted. And I, I think, yeah, Which is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as I'm sure Liz has told you, you know, that I wrote a book called The Robot Proof Recruiter, and so much of it is about right. that no feedback yeah. thing. You know, it's just not treating the human as a human. This poor person wants closure. It's just natural to want it. Yes. And if yeah, you give absolutely. them that tiny bit of advice and they go off and improve, they're going to get that next job. Like yes, we change yeah. lives and it's just it's so important so and, and, and to hear and, you, you say know, that it's like oh music to yeah, my and, ears <laughs> and, and the and the other the other side of that is you know in two three years time mm-hmm. we're we're still hiring yeah they might be looking and if they had a bad experience two years ago at a company they're not going to bother sending their cv in if they had a good you know a good experience even if the answer was no yeah if they had a good experience i think they'll probably put their cv in again and yeah. maybe and they go they've hey, improved Steve, enough you told me to improve this i've done it i've gone and done this yeah. You know, I'm so, here. So absolutely, yeah. So, oh. so, so, you know, hopefully it will pay dividends, you know, going forward for us yeah. as well. Even the nose, you know, hope will pay dividends on that front. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Amazing. When I rewrite my book, I'm putting this in. It's got to go in. <laughs> it really does. It's just it too, it's too clever. <laughs> I can't believe how fast the time's going. It's amazing. Were there any final things that you really thought before you came and I really want to share this? So that was it. I think we've there's been so many tips through that, but... No, it, it was yeah, just just to give give my site, you know, yeah. explain what we did at, at View and um, and yeah, uh, if anyone's looking for a Java engineering job, feel yeah. free to put your CV in yeah. still. <laughs> We're still hiring. <laughs> and View is V I double O H H. Yeah. yeah, if you're trying to find Steve Norman, that's where. You... Yeah. Um, yeah. I will put a link to your LinkedIn below. Uh, all of the blurb anyway so i mind you sometimes i think when it streams out in different podcasts but yeah i'm you're pretty easy to find or find is dowling as well um thank you so much for somebody oh, who was, for me, never Katrina. been on a podcast you're very relaxed <laughs> <laughs> totally love that and as ever i just love doing these because i learn so much myself so i cannot thank you enough for your time thanks no, you're Pete. very welcome it's been, been thoroughly enjoyable <laughs> thank you Thank you for listening to the Hiring Partner Perspective Unedited Podcast, proudly supported by the people at WorkDrive. Hopefully you really enjoyed what you heard and have left feeling inspired. And if so, I would love your help to create real change. Please pass this podcast on to your hiring leaders and other recruiters and HR. Even share it on your social channels if you feel so inclined. But the more reach we can get, the more change we can create. So please remember to subscribe, of course, on your favorite podcast platform. And do come and say hello at Hiring Partner Perspective on Instagram, where I share behind the scenes of what's going on. Until next time, thank you.
how much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transformed, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.